Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with January 25th, 1911, Part 1, pages 67 through 69. January 27th, 1911. We are prepared to work and to do battle for the sake of the salvation of souls, first of all, in our respective countries and among our own countrymen. Everywhere the harvest is great and the laborers are few. See Matthew 9:37. There was a time when those words would evoke thoughts of mission fields in pagan lands among the faithful who heard them. But nowadays, we must apply these words to many Catholic countries. Consequently, that is where we intend to begin. Yet, it seems to me that it would not be right for us to limit ourselves to our own countries or to discourage any of our members from working anywhere else but in his own nation and among his own people. Our concern is with all people and with the needs of the universal church. We should be willing to go any place where there is an opportunity to do something for the greater glory of God. I trust that the members of our congregation will always consider the needs of the entire church, that they will always be capable of the self-sacrifice required to leave their homeland and their own people to go wherever the greater glory of God may best be served. In a special way, we must direct our attention toward the vast territories of Russia and Siberia, where so many souls have strayed from the fold because there is no one to guide them, toward America with its noisy life, where, there is, where it is so easy for people to forget their spiritual needs, and toward all other countries. If the true spirit of the gospel prevails among us, I am certain that there will be no lack of volunteers in our community willing to go out and work among the pagans and heretics. It is true that in the constitutions we have specified that, whenever possible, superiors should try to assign each religious to his own country. But it seems to me that this should be taken to mean that one nation will not try to exploit another, will not use its numerical advantage in the community to stifle a less well-representative nationality. Instead, the brothers of one nation should help another nation, especially when it does not yet have any members in the community. Otherwise, we would not be able to spread out everywhere if such were God's will. We must learn to rise above national quarrels and prejudices to serve everyone equally, and to be willing, first of all, to go wherever we can do most for the greater glory of God. This paragraph of our constitutions often distresses and worries me, lest we restrict ourselves to our own nation, when we should be prepared to go to other lands and other countries, where the greater glory of God and the good of the Church requires it. I would be happy if we would consider ourselves primarily dedicated to the service of God and His Church, and detached from everything else. Although our main objective is not missionary work among the pagans, but work within the church itself, we don't mean to give up the idea of going to the missions. It is right for us to send our members to work in their own countries, 
but let us not forget the needs of the entire church. Let us foster a spirit which would inspire a great number of us gladly to volunteer for work among the people of other countries, not only among our own countrymen. Here, too, we should walk in the footsteps of the Good Shepherd, who was concerned about bringing into the fold those other sheep that did not yet belong to it, and there would be only one flock and one shepherd. John 10:16b. We must ardently pray that a true Catholic spirit would flourish among us, so that we would be willing to give up everything and go to work, to do battle wherever we may be needed, and to give our lives if necessary. In this respect, may St. Paul, St. Ignatius Loyola, and many other saints be our models. Give us, Lord, an apostolic spirit, true zeal which embraces all souls. In the first part of this entry, Blessed George reflects on where the Lord is calling the Marian Fathers to do their pastoral ministry. He doesn't want us to limit ourselves to our own nations, but to be open to go wherever the need is greatest, to have a missionary spirit. Blessed George was from Lithuania. During his lifetime, he did pastoral ministry there, as well as in Poland, Switzerland, Russia, and America. He mentions us being open to working in Russia and Siberia. He also speaks of America with its noisy life. That was in 1911, and we've gotten even noisier 100 years later. There was a wave of immigration in America at that time, and there are different waves today. All need to hear the gospel preached. Blessed George renovated the Marian Fathers at a time when there were ethnic tensions between Poles and Lithuanians for different historical reasons. He finds a way to work with everyone and to bring people together rather than to divide them. This is a skill that we should learn from him in the midst of our polarized world. He writes of following in the footsteps of Jesus, who wants to bring into the sheepfold those who are outside looking in, and even those who are not looking in. He speaks of a true Catholic spirit. The word Catholic means universal. We are all God's children. God wants the salvation of everyone, every person, every ethnic group, every nation. Blessed George prays for apostolic zeal, something that Pope Francis has been speaking about in his current series of catechesis during his Wednesday general audiences. Let's pray for that. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, Grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.